0: Christine, and you are listening to side grace a place and a space that was created for all things mental health all discussions and conversations surrounded a brown mental health we also approach mental health with a side of grace aka why I called it side grace I share intimate stories about the things that I'm going through and my growth journey throughout this year and years prior in hopes that it increases insight for you on your own mental health. So, thank you for joining me today here in this safe space, and I hope you approach everything with a side of grace. We are going to start the podcast right now. Okay. So before we actually get started into the episode and the content of the episode, I wanted to tease a little bit of a project that I have been working on with my nephews. And it's a project that really holds true and deep to my heart. And I hold it really close to my heart. It's definitely something that is connected to side grace. Okay. It's something that you can wear, Hint, hint. and it's honestly something that I really I treasure a lot because it's really inspired and was curated for my brother and I wanted to share a piece of my brother with everyone but that's all the clues that I'm going to give right now you can subscribe and follow this podcast for future updates on what this project is and you can also follow me on my official CyGrace Instagram also to keep up with any updates about the project that is coming, right? So that's the thing I just wanted to share with you guys. I'm super duper excited, but now we're gonna actually move into the episode now. So that's a little bit of the project. Now let's get back into what this week's content is about. Do you ever notice that when The seasons are changing. It's getting colder. The night is approaching us a lot faster and we're inside more. Do you ever notice your mood, motivation, just your overall state of being kind of declining? Do you ever feel impacted by the seasons of change, especially on your mental health? Well, you're not alone. I asked my Instagram if anyone else feels this way during the change of season. And there were many people who felt the exact same way and some who didn't. And so I'm going to read a little bit of the responses that I got. Across my three Instagrams, I asked the same question. I said, the seasons are changing and with the change of season, come shorter days and colder months. Do you ever notice a change in yourself when the season is changing? You may notice you feel more down. Your mood is different than it is in the warmer months and you feel less motivated. So I asked people to respond on a poll and 91% collectively across my three counts said, yes, I do feel a change when the season is changing and I feel a change mentally. Motivational wise, I feel a significant change. Okay, so 91% of the people who answered agreed that they felt a difference. And then I also asked, if you feel comfortable describing the changes you feel when the season is changing, please describe what it feels like for you. And I had so many different people answer. And so here are some of them. One person responded, when the seasons are changing, I want to sleep all day and have zero energy. Another person responded, I want to divorce my legit amazing husband every winter, only took five-ish years to see the pattern. And another person said, just more down and not motivated, never had a reason for it. It's just really harder to set goals in the colder months. And then we also had other responses like, I find my sleep struggles to shift with the seasons, making me more tired at times. And then also the last one, general loss of motivation and energy. I work odd hours and lack of daylight really draws on me. So many people feel a significant change, motivational wise, sleep wise, energy wise, goal setting wise, mood wise, when the seasons are shifting. So that's what I mean by you're not alone. If you feel like you are alone through the seasons of change. I myself feel that way, especially during the months of January and February. So I feel what other people are feeling and what they're describing when they're feeling when the seasons are changing and the colder months are coming in and it's getting darker, quicker. I understand that feeling. And for me, I really get hit with it during the months of January and February because all the fun festive holidays, they're gone and they have went. All my oxytocin, serotonin and dopamine just tank after the holidays. And I dread having to continue through those two months. I feel an increase of hopelessness during that time. There are people who feel the impact of seasons changing as soon as they notice the sun setting earlier though. And I also feel that. Right now, I'm really dreading the season of change because, again, I love my longer summer days. I love being able to just step outside and literally when I wake up, it's bright and like 8, 39, it's still bright outside and I love that. So this podcast is very personal to me because it is something that right now I'm kind of dreading. But it never came across to me when I thought about this episode and when I started drafting it, that a lot of people weren't really aware of this concept. And I often see individuals call it seasonal depression or sad, which stands for seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal depression slash seasonal affective disorder is actually a diagnosable disorder by health mental health professional and can impact so many people. Oftentimes you hear people adapt and adopt this term in their vocab and use it as a descriptor of their experience with seasonal changes. They may actually be experiencing the difficulties of seasonal depression. And so that does not discount those who are actually diagnosed with seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder. But I'm seeing a lot on social media like TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, of kind of like memes of you know seasonal depression entering the door kind of thing and I think it's a term now that like anxiety and depression that's really being overused um, and might be taking away the seriousness of actual seasonal depression for individuals so however this term shouldn't be used lightly because there is a term that should and could be used by many people including myself um, who feel the drastic changes, who feels changes of, you know, my mood's kind of declining every season. And that is the winter blues. So now that I introduced the winter blues, I kind of want to talk about what is the winter blues. And I, again, went to Instagram and I asked, I said, how many people know what the winter blues are? And 79% of you said, you do know what it is. And 21% of you said, no, I have no clue what it is. So I thought this was a great time to really give you more information of what the winter blues are. And this is a feeling of sadness during the fall and winter months. You may experience a lack of a motivation and trouble sleeping during this time for me, this is where I find myself the most, and I identify with the winter blues. Oftentimes, I said, like I said before, after the holidays, I really decline in my mood and motivation. And this often happens in the beginning again, as daylight savings is approaching for me. So, Once I'm getting past Halloween, I'm kind of like, mm, I'm kind of dipping now. I'm really starting to see my mood change. It picks up back around Christmas time, but after Christmas time, it's really, it's, it just declines, right? And so winter blues is not to be mistaken as only in the winter season, right? It does apply for fall and winter. So then we move into what is, like seasonal depression and seasonal affective disorder. And this is a bit more severe than winter blues. This is where a person may experience severe sadness during the fall and winter months, frequent sleep and eating issues, and depression that limits the normal functioning and motivation throughout those months. And that is according to Very Well Mind. So, those who are struggling with seasonal depression, you know, they're struggling with the ability to conduct a functioning daily life for them. They are really impacted functionally to do the daily tasks that they have to do. And this typically stays on a pattern for them. So, again, if you feel like this is something you struggle with, please seek a professional for further assistance. I'm not licensed yet. And I'm sharing the knowledge and my personal experience with the information I'm providing today. So again, if you really feel like you're struggling with seasonal changes in your mood overall, please seek out additional assistance, either if you feel like it's more winter blues or seasonal depression, seasonal affective disorder, always reach out to a professional to get that extra assistance and support. So my last little takeaway about winter blues and seasonal depression, seasonal affective disorder is just be mindful of what terminology you are using. I know that social media a lot can use different terms and we oftentimes pick up those terms, but again, just be really mindful. Again, I identify as having the winter blues. I would not, find myself more in the box of seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder. I most definitely feel like I identify with the winter blues and will be using that term. So why does this happen? Well, I found this quite interesting. According to the Mental Health America of Northern Kentucky and Southwest Ohio, medical research shows that seasonal affective disorder the winter blues and winter worsening are caused by a decreased exposure to sunlight. During the fall and winter months, less light passes through the eyes, which slows down the release of certain brain chemicals, especially serotonin. When serotonin is not released in sufficient quantity, depressive symptoms begin to occur. Melatonin, another important brain chemical, also is affected by the insufficient sunlight. The brain releases too much of these chemicals at the wrong time and also contributes to depressive symptoms. But then also we have the change of seasons, right? Sometimes we're approaching holidays and this is a really heavy, dense holiday season. And so oftentimes, you know, we're really excited. And then after all the holidays, it's kind of like how I experience a huge dip. But then there's also those who are missing loved ones. And I know that's something that's probably gonna be really hard for me this season, but you might be missing loved ones or maybe the holiday seasons aren't really that good for you or sits well for you. So it's hard to go through this time and that's okay too. So there's so many different reasons why people might feel a drastic mood shift when the seasons are changing. So what can we do to help curb the symptoms of the winter blues or seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder? This is very much a trial and error experience. You won't know what really works for you without trying a couple of times. The things that I say may not work for you, but it may work for the person next to you. And that is okay. But all these things are explorative. We want to explore our options and just experiment with all the different techniques to really find what fits for us. So one of the first things I suggest is tackling the mindset. So we want to work on our thoughts and how we are framing things. For me, one of the things I'm working on is catching those dreading thoughts and flipping the script on them. So instead of dreading earlier nights, I remind myself that change is okay. And then I also think about all the cool things I get to do only during the fall season. So I list off all the things and activities that I can do like picking apples and pumpkins with my nephews during the season. I get to decorate the house and make it cozy. I get to wear my really soft sweaters. I think you get the gist of it. I like to remind myself the things I enjoy to do during the fall and then also winter. I know it's kind of hard to find the things that we like to do during winter. One of the things I found that I like to do is snowboarding. So finding those activities that you can do that really just bring you joy and that you look forward to. So I remind myself that those are things I like to do, but on top of that, I remind myself that it is okay and that change is okay. You know, it won't always be this way and I get to do seasonal activities that I'm excited for. So challenge yourself to find those things that you like to do during the fall and winter or places you like to travel to during the fall and winter and remind yourself that this will not last forever. So, some more things that you can do and try this season is take your supplements. You wanna ask your doctor, what are the appropriate supplements and vitamins to take during the colder months? You can also practice mindfulness and meditation as well. Huge advocate for that. Also trying light therapy. Oftentimes one of the treatment methods used by professionals for seasonal depression and seasonal affective disorder is light therapy. And they actually sell light therapy boxes that can be bought on Amazon and many other places. Light therapy signals the brain to release sufficient amounts of serotonin and curtail the daytime release of melatonin, a major source of depressive symptoms. For the vast amount of those who are experiencing seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder, the winter blues, benefits will occur within a few days if you use the light therapy for a lot of people, but it doesn't work for everyone. Many people require about 20 to 30 minutes per day with the intensity of light from that light box. And if that light box has up to 5,000 to 10,000 lux, it really helps. And if the light is 2,500 lux of light, that requires about one to two hours of exposure with that light box. So timing is another important factor in the light therapy. Typically the best time to start a light therapy session is when one awakes in the morning or afternoon for night shift workers. And another treatment strategy may include a supplemental afternoon session. A few will find light therapy prior to bedtime also helpful, but this will cause insomnia for some people. So just being mindful of when you use that light therapy box is really crucial. They sell affordable ones on Amazon and these, you know, light therapy boxes can get pretty pricey, but they do have affordable ones on Amazon. One of the lamps that they have is a happy natural light therapy lamp. And another one is the 10,000 Lux happy energy light therapy simulated natural sunlight lamp. So again, you can find them on Amazon or you can just Google up light therapy boxes and see which one suits you best. always again ask a professional ask a doctor ask a therapist um, any professionals out there please just double-check before you use it but it's definitely something to do your research and look into another way that we can kind of help curve the winter blues or the seasonal affective depression or helps alleviate some of those symptoms is you can get cozy You know, cuddle up with pets and loved ones and surround yourself with those around you to help lift your spirits. Get in some physical exercise during those months, really, really important and crucial. It can be a mood lifter and help promote that brain chemical boost. If you can work out outside, go ahead. But if you can't, that's perfectly okay. Just remember that we want to get that exercise in. You also may want to go for walks throughout the day so make sure getting in that sunlight is crucial if you can take a 10 minute break at work or start in the morning a nice little walk or just try to implement at least a 10 minute walk five minute just to get that natural sunlight um, and some fresh air that can be really good if we start practicing that daily for ourselves Another tip that I have is plan something to look forward to. So that can be a weekend trip or your next summer vacation or pick up a hobby to do during the colder months that you have been waiting to try. But again, plan something to look excited for too. Like you're just excited to do it and so that's always really helpful too. Remind yourself to find gratitude throughout the day. And also another suggestion that I have is like a light box or lamp, you can also use a dawn simulator and it's an alarm clock that works by gently waking you with light rather than sound. It mimics natural sunrise by starting with a dim light that gradually brightens over 30 to 45 minutes. And these things are gorgeous. I love them. They're beautiful, but it's beautiful because they literally naturally there's this natural sunrise that comes up with it and then you can also have a setting at bedtime where it actually is in sync and naturally the sun sets as well and it's very interesting or if you want to use that as a light during the night when you're reading or before you go into bed it's really helpful and helps with that sleep routine and knowing okay this is when I wake up and this is when I fall asleep so again those are dawn simulators And the last tip that I have is my favorite, and that's seek out professional help. You know, therapy is amazing. There's nothing like talking to someone about the things that we are experiencing. So if you are able to, please seek out a therapist to help and just kind of facilitate some of the things that you're experiencing. Well, I'm gonna wrap this podcast up. I hope that it provided a lot more information on seasonal affective disorder and the winter blues. I'm really glad that I had the time and the opportunity to kind of throw in some informational things and also kind of get you to think about what can I do to really alleviate those symptoms that I'm having during the seasonal changes. I know it's not easy, I get it, I feel it too and so i want to kind of work with you on what can we do to slowly change our outlook on the seasonal change right and again sometimes it is really hard and for those who are diagnosed with seasonal affective disorder or seasonal depression it is extremely hard and i hope that these tools were a little bit relieving for you and maybe something that you would like to try again These tips and techniques don't promise that it can alleviate everything, but if we can instill some moments of hope, um, coping in those techniques, it can really help kind of boost our overall hope in treating some of the things that we're experiencing. So on that note, my loves, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode this week and every week and if you're new here i just want to say thank you for coming and listening this week it really means a lot to me so on that note like i said before you are listening to side grace please follow this podcast you can also follow this podcast on the official instagram site side underscore grace send this to a friend send it to a loved one if you think they really need it and leave a review as well Thank you so much and have a wonderful week.